0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Word Balloon, the comic book conversation show. John Sutras here for the weekend, two great shows for you. What you're listening to is my interview with Declan Shelby. It's great to talk to Deck again. Uh, We've had him on before a couple times in the past and really excited about his new graphic novel that comes out Wednesday, Savage Town from Image. If you like Irish crime... Street crime stories, uh, kitchen sink dramas, as they were called back in the day. You're going to love this amazing book that uh, Declan has written. Philip Barrett is the artist. It is just outstanding. Geordie of Belair, of course, doing uh, the color. And uh, it's great. Uh, Limerick City is the location. And we follow Jimmy Hardy Savage, a gangster on the rise, facing trouble from all sides. I'm reading this right from the image uh, solicit. With the local cops, rival gangs, his best mate, and his mammy all out to stick a knife in him. Will the bollocks live long enough to get to the top? More importantly, will he pay me back for that fiver I gave him last week? Uh, This is excellent, and I'm really excited to talk to Deck about it. Uh, It's a story that's been brewing in in him for a long time. But uh, as I said, if you love those great... Irish crime movies of the 90s and 2000s, you're going to love Savage Town, and it's great to catch up with Deck. not only on that, but a lot of other uh, Marvel projects that he has going on. Of course, he's still doing interjection with uh, Warren Ellis and Jordy. so uh, it's it's great to catch up with Declan Shalvey on this episode of Word Balloon. It's all brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you, League, as always, for your support. It uh, is going to come in handy as I travel to Salt Lake City next week for the Salt Lake City Comic Con. And uh, one of the reasons I'm able to do that is because of the League of Word Balloon listeners. Uh, Word Balloon is free; it will always be free. But if you like Word Balloon and feel like uh, what I do is uh, worth your time and money, and you can afford it, uh, is Word Balloon worth the price of a comic book to you each month? I hope so. Uh, I think uh, I get you get unique contact from uh, you get unique content from Word Balloon every month, and I try my best by giving you some interesting conversations with uh, the creative people of pop culture. So uh, if you are interested in subscribing to Word Balloon, uh, you can go to wordballoon.com, click on the Patreon ad there on the front page, or go to patreon.com slash wordballoon, and you'll get to my Patreon page. But uh, thank you very much for your continued support, League of Word Balloon listeners. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStockTrades. At InStockTrades.com, there are some amazing books this week from InStockTrades.com. I want to start with Marvel Masterworks, The uh, hardcover, Volume 2, of Marvel 2-in-1, The Thing. Uh, This is some great stuff from Bill Mantlow, Roy Thomas, Ron Wilson, and uh, Sal Buscema. Uh, It is 288 pages. This is Volume 2, and it goes from uh, 2-in-1, 11 through 20. Also, the annual, uh, which uh, features the Liberty Legion and Marvel Team-Up 47 and Fantastic Four annual number 11. Really great stuff. This is The Thing in his prime. Uh, teaming up with so many great uh, people like Kazar and my personal favorite, the invaders and the Liberty Legion, a great uh, time travel story. Liberty Legion is great because it's all these uh, early timely characters uh, that in some cases were full-fledged characters who had regular features. In some cases they were only one-shot characters, but it really fleshed out um, the forties roster of Marvel and timely heroes and I, I just loved this as a kid, and I, I can't recommend this uh, collection enough. He also uh, teams up with Luke Cage, with Iron Man. Uh, Son of Satan is in there. The Scarecrow is in there. Uh, Morbius, the Living Vampire, of course. Spider-Man. Just excellent stuff, man. Uh, it's uh, 50% off. It's $37.50. Here's another big volume that you may want to get. And that's Legends of the Dark Knight, Volume 3. Jim apparo, Bob Haney doing the writing. Uh, it's got a lot of great ba- Brave and Bold runs in there, detective comic stories, plus Batman Family 17 and The Untold Legend of the Batman miniseries 1 through 3. It's Jim Aparo at his best. As I was telling a, a friend in a comic store the other day, how great was Jim Aparo? I remember my first conversation with Neil Adams. And I had, because, you know, not knowing my comic history as well as I should probably back then, I'm like, you know, Jim Aparo even kind of aped your uh, Batman style. And Neil was the first to say, no, 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 no. Jim Opera was his own artist. Uh, you know, he, he was a great artist on his own. And his interpretation of Batman was still very distinct from my version of Batman. And, you know, when I think about it and look at him, I must agree. And this is a great, uh, you know, collection of Aparo in his prime uh, doing his best work. 50% off. It's just $24.99. You can get Avengers by Bendis, the complete collection. This is Trade Paperback Volume 1. And it's uh, Brian Bendis and uh, Alan Davis. Doing some great work. It's got Avengers Prime 1 through 5. That was a great story of uh, Tony, Cap, and uh, Thor all together kind of uh, fighting in a a different realm. Avengers 1 through 12 and the first annual. And then new Avengers annual number 1. Pretty neat collection. 50% off. $19.99. You can get the Harley Quinn Rebirth Deluxe Collection uh, uh, hardcover. This is volume 1. Amanda Carter doing the writing. Chad Harden doing the art. It's 50% off, $17.49. There's also Batman, his greatest adventures trade paperback. This is from the Batman Adventures comic book, which, got to tell you, man, if you didn't read that stuff, you know, it was based on the cartoon. Kelly Puckett did a hell of a job writing. Rich Burchett did a hell of a job uh, doing the art. Uh, Ty Templeton was also one of the artists on here. Dan Slott was part of this run, although I don't think he's part of this um, collection. But it's forty-two percent off, five dollars and seventy-nine cents. And I'm telling you, these are great, short but absolutely amazing Batman stories. Cannot recommend the Batman adventures from the '90s and also and the '2000s. And the same goes for the Superman adventures as well. Really, really great stories. So if you can find that stuff either in collections or even in the dollar boxes, so worth your time. So there's a there's a hearty uh, recommendation for. Uh, That stuff that spun out of the uh, 90s DC animation. Just really good comics by great writers and great artists. Just a few of the great books that are available right now at InStockTrades.com. Don't take my word for it. Go to the website, do some searching for your favorite writers and artists. You will find great books at great prices. InStockTrades.com Without further ado, let's get into our conversation with Declan Shelby. Talking about Savage Town, his excellent Irish crime graphic novel that is out on Wednesday from Image Comics. Here's me and Declan. Now on Word Balloon, man, it's been forever. And ev- occasionally, I get to see him at conventions for like two seconds. Usually New York, but it's wonderful to have Declan Shalvey back on Word Balloon. Welcome back, Deck. I'm back, baby, <laughs> better than ever.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, it's I, a matter I, of opinion.
0: Well, I caught you yesterday with Will and forgive. me, Is it uh, how do you say Will's last name? Sibley. Uh, slightly. Say it again.
1: Uh, slimy like slimy but like slimy
0: okay okay
1: that's awesome i don't think you'd like hearing it explained that way (laughs) but it's the quickest way to to get the well
0: it was great to see you and will on was it joe tv what's what's the name
1: of this uh, it's it's called the joe show it's um it's like yeah there's this website in ireland called joe.ie which is kind of like um uh it's like entertainment um uh like Maxim you know. or something, right? I mean it's not yeah, it's yeah. guy
0: it's guy talk basically.
1: Yeah, it seems to I mean to be honest, I don't look at the site, so I didn't you know, I just knew about <laughs> it. But um they do this kind of live broadcast, I think, once a week. Um and Will's been on it before, but um yeah, he was just saying not oh, like he suggested me or something and with them um, Savage Town coming out, I figured, well, you know, thousands of people watch it so you know what harm also because like it's it's something i'm sure I'll, I'll mention it later on but um it's something i'm trying to do with savage town in that um i'm hoping i can hit like an american audience but i'm also trying to hit um an irish audience that maybe don't generally read comics
0: i hear you man well you know, you know honestly
1: first of all you guys did great
0: and we can talk oh, about thanks, that later thanks. absolutely man it was
1: funny Oh, uh, if you say so yeah
0: you, ha- you haven't watched it yet
1: uh no no i haven't i don't think i will um <laughs> exactly. uh, i just speak i just speak Ge- Ge- watched it live when she was working at home and uh, she she gave me the summary of uh of how it went down so that's fine okay
0: <laughs> well i hope she was positive too i understand dude believe me i die a thousand deaths every time i do video and when i have to watch it it's like okay and i really i'm like chris ware if you've ever seen chris ware at a comics panel the guy literally talks through his hands and that's how oh, I'm really? watching, watching video of myself. So I totally understand. <laughs> that said, you guys were hilarious. I think uh, it good. came off really natural. I mean, it, you seem, you know, just like talking to you now, it's, it was, you know, it didn't feel like it was put on in any way. And it was funny.
1: No, that's good. And, and there's, I mean, there's always the thing you always have to, to, you know, that's, you're hitting an audience. you're trying to hit an audience that, that don't really know comics. So, you know, you've, you've, you've got to kind of take your, their people's hand and walk them through, you know, because you, you know, you and I, we know about solicitations, we know about variant covers and yada yada yada. <laughs> so they showed they showed Will's issue of, of uh, of twenty ninety nine Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and it was actually a Rickly cover. And they goes, oh, here's your cover, and you know, Will's like, oh, but you know, it's then you, you, you know, you, there's no point explaining them what a variant cover is, because had- it's just. Got- Right over their heads.
0: You guys did great. You guys did uh dictionary, quick draw, which is tough to do and always fun to see. How the
1: comes. hell was I supposed to draw that?
0: <laughs> I loved it. I love uh, it. Con- Connor McGregor on a rocket.
1: Yeah, didn't quite <laughs> work. Even Will said afterwards is like, I have no idea how I would have done that. So. <laughs>
0: I didn't know it was specifically Conor McGregor. I thought it might be an Irish an Irish astronaut that I wasn't aware of. Or
1: something. Oh, that's that's um that was uh that's uh a rubber bandit is um they're they're a uh, um a rap group from Ireland from Limerick actually, but um they're famous for wearing shopping bags in their heads. So <laughs> he's uh it's a guy is one of them in an as Look, look, man, I just did what they asked me to. You know, <laughs> I take that's no as.
0: Well, it's funny. I hope I hope it's uh, posted somewhere. And, and truly, man, you gotta you gotta let everybody sit because it really. I think I saw Jordy uh, tweet about it, and sadly, yeah, you know, have working nights and stuff. And I, mean, I was actually off yesterday and today, so I'm like, I got time. <laughs> I'm
1: nice like, hey, that you. was fun. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no. I, I, tweeted, I tweeted a the link to it earlier on. Anyway, anyway, uh, so it's definitely there somewhere.
0: Excellent, man. Well, anyway, let's talk about Savage Town. Uh, sure. Great job, because to me, it felt very much like. An Irish Love and Rockets. It. It's a street story huh. in the best way.
1: That's cool. I'm going to take that. And uh, <laughs> if you need a the quote, sign, there you go. <laughs> um, no, thanks, man. I mean, because it's curious, uh, you know, because I've shown friends and they like it. And, you know, some of them are Irish, so they quite liked it. And um, I, uh, I, you know, hearing what's what Americans think is good because, I, I very much wanted to make something that was very, un you know, undistilled. Um, Understood, yes. Uh, but also, because that's the thing, so I've been asked a lot, you know, like, do you think it's going to be hard for an American audience to, to read it? And I, I compare to, say, when um, I used to watch The Wire, I, you know, I didn't understand what they were talking about half sure. the time. Because, you know, one half was street slang and the other half was like all cop uh, talk. Yes. You know, red balls and, you know, whatnot. So, you know, you're watching it going, I don't know what's going on. And then after a while, you become really engrossed in it. And because it's like there's a point in which you just kind of like burst through that bubble and then you're in the world. Yes. And I really admired that. I remember thinking, you know, it would be cool to do that with like 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 an Irish uh, something set in Ireland because it, um, especially because of uh, I, I thought it was quite I want really wanted to kind of get in how we talked certainly um, because it's all about it's the English language but you kind of move words around in a weird way and I felt that um especially with a graphic novel you can really kind of hopefully really sink into the world rather than um I, I'm hoping it's not off putting you know I know I know th- I like there's a cardinal rule of writing where you shouldn't really write in those kind of um in accents and stuff but i figured if i just went all the way in um rather than just try stick it in here and there that um um it might be a more kind of uh, uh more of a an enveloping experience
0: well exactly and i think with the art as opposed to reading prose and nothing but street slang prose hmm. having the art and stuff like that it i think makes it a good read it it does pull you into the world i felt <laughs> the same way about uh, Gabriel Ba and Fabio Moon's last big epic Argentinian uh, timepiece that they did a couple years ago, and I can't even remember
1: the oh, name. Oh, cool. You know what, um, you know what I'm talking about? I, I do. Know, I know what you're talking about. I, I can't remember the name. Of yeah. It either, though. But, but was that Day Tripper?
0: Well, no it, wasn't no. it was the was Day Tripper it? series. It was after that. It was the graphic novel, and I, they might have won the Eisner Ford last year. Two
1: Brothers. What that's what that? I want
0: to say. Two Brothers. Is It, oh, it, okay. it is Two it. Brothers. Yes, exactly. Well, that's the thing, then. I think that pulls you in and you want to feel like you're in that world. And I, you know, I won't deny that. Yeah. You know, at times I had to really concentrate, which is good. You know, I want to focus and read my graphic novel and I want it to sit with me longer than the chewing gum sometimes that we get from monthly comics. And I think this was a really involved story. I'm a huge fan of, and I recommend this for people who like these kinds of films, the boxer, the general, Veronica Guerin. So I'm fascinated by the the Irish street life films that we get in the name of the father. You know, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, the- I love all that stuff, man. Because I, I like at that time, like, all those films were kind of. You know, during the I would say early nineties, yes, generally nineties, and uh, there was a real, I feel like a real renaissance in Irish film. Then Um, a lot of uh, directors getting like actual proper financing from American studios and telling Irish stories. Absolutely, and um, that's that was kind of my inspiration, really. Um, Have you ever seen The Snapper? No, tell me about it. It's um, it's a uh, it's a book. It's based on a book called, uh, written by Roddy Doyle, and um, you know, Colm I'm sure you know him. Yes, from I start, loved, um, love
0: love Colm Oh, well, you brand.
1: okay? You, you got to see this film, man. It's um, I think it's probably made in '89, maybe '92 or something. But um, basically, uh, it's about a young girl who gets pregnant. Um, like uh you know she's not married and nobody knows who the father is and she's got to break it to her dad who's called and you know there, it's an extremely working class book it's like it's set in the in state in dublin and it's kind of about about the social stigma kind of surrounding an unmarried mother and, and stuff like that uh, or un you know unmarried expecting um uh young girl uh but it's you know it's great and call brilliant in it you know um it's. Uh, I remember watching it with my mum and, you know, it just kind of felt like our lives, you know. Wow. Uh, and I was re-watching it there recently with, uh, or not recently, a few years ago um, when Geordie came to America. I, you know, I showed her some Irish films just to kind of go like this is this is what you signed up for um and uh, i played i had a friend of ours at uh, jeremy lambert who's uh, who's writing a goosebumps series now for idw but um cool. uh i i was like oh i will switch this on and they really liked it and you know half the time you're wondering is anyone you know are they going to get the the humor but you know some things are universal and and they really liked it and i've showed them father ted as well love father um, ted uh, and that's another thing is I remember when I was going to America I was like you know I was like I don't know if Americans get Father Ted but then they all did you know um, but uh, having having been very fortunate in doing what I've done at, at you know Marvel and DC and Image and whatnot, I felt that I was in a unique position to make something like that like those films I really loved when I was growing up Absolutely. you know something that felt yeah. more authentically Irish but like you know, uh, wasn't self-published that could actually be published through Image. Who, you know, you know, like Marvel were never going to publish that. Uh, Image will publish unusual material. Um, I had a good relationship with Image because of Injection, so I kind of just, I kind of just got my sh- my shit together and thought I'm going to, I'll just see if you know, I'll get a pitch together, proper, do a proper proper pitch, you know, pr- you know, art, colors, letters, everything. Send it to Image and see what happened, and then they they went for it, thankfully. So, um. That's what it kind of feels like. It kind of feels like I've gotten like an American studio to help me make an Irish film.
0: That's awesome.
1: Man. <laughs> you know, I um yeah, that, that, right. that has that kind of um very like uh very, very grounded feel, you know. Um mixed in with the crime genre, 'cause I I really love crime stories and I've never really gotten to do one. Um like make sort of short stories. So I thought this was a nice opportunity to kind of like mix a genre element that like, you know, everybody knows with the kind of slice-of-life elements that I kind of wanted to see.
0: I love it, man, honestly. And I'm looking... I, right now, I opened uh, the PDF again to look at it. And forgive me, who's your artist again?
1: Oh, uh, the artist is uh, Philip Barrett. He's... um. He's, I, he's doing comics longer than I am and when, when I met him um, years ago he'd already been like in Canada I think he was like part of like uh, the small press scene there but um, he's this wonderful sweet man who who just does his own comics he's like um, he'd do his own little zines and uh, photocopied them and sell them at shows or self-publish little, short little comics but he used to do he, does these, he did these kind of like short like stories of you know just kids acting a maggot or you know a couple of like Irish you know yeah, you know idiots he just he would draw these great character faces that like would remind me of the people i grew up with and they would just be getting up to stuff it it, it really felt like outside my door you know well
0: it's <laughs> it it's gorgeous man i'm telling
1: you no he's, he's amazing yeah. and
0: and it and it does again it has that hernandez brothers kind of feel to it where it's just it's that indie authentic look that i think really did fit the story so well yeah
1: it's weird because phil's not like you know he uh he's it's not um a, a, a traditional um a american mainstream type style sure and i remember and i was thinking who would i do with this with like um i could ask somebody else who kind of would maybe fit that but i just felt that phil's work was so its own thing you know it's he was a he's a fully developed artist he has his own approach there's so much that he does that nobody else could really do um and you know, if you're gonna do something a little different, then again, just go the whole fucking way with it. Like, you know, and uh <laughs> I, I know I know a couple of people told me maybe Philosoph was too indie. Um or maybe, you know, people wouldn't like like everyone liked it, but they didn't know if anyone would buy it. Um but uh, I don't like. I'm, I guess we'll soon find out. <laughs> but um, No, I just, I just think Phil's great, and like, and and nobody knows who he is, and that just drove me insane because I think he's, yeah, I think he's like the most talented artist in the country, the most talented storyteller, and um, I really wanted, on top of all those other things I mentioned, I really wanted to have a, I wanted, to, I want to read a Phil Barrett book so bad, and he doesn't have the resources to make one himself. I was able to kind of do that, so. You know, I'm 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 hoping this could be a platform to kind of like open his work up to people who never would have seen it before.
0: Here, here, man! It's no, it's gorgeous, and again, it's a good indie style. And I and I hope you're right. I hope that uh, you know, again, you've got a good name out there, and and you've got a good fan base. Uh, I do think, obviously, your fans are going to gravitate to it. But this is a great. Uh, like I said, the Hernandez brothers and and uh, Gabriel and Fabio with two brothers and uh, yeah, Ciudad, and so- that that book that Andy uh, oh, Parks yeah. I think uh, translated and everything. I thought that you know,
1: it, it- yeah, I've heard some. I've heard some kind of weird. I heard today. I heard John McRae. I've heard um, uh, I've heard Steve Dillon. I've heard sure. you know. I've heard like like loads. I mean, and they're very different artists, but there's still this kind of um, feeling. There's this aesthetic yes. to one of those guys, you know. Um, uh, which, which is, I mean, that's fine by me. They're all great. <laughs> sure, man. No, he's he's perfect, really. I think this it really fits the like story. Because there's, there's all these little like deep like there's I mean, when they're in the pub. I've said this a million times now, but like there's they, there's you can you know all the bottles in the behind the bar, and there's these little <laughs> kind of like old jugs up on top of bit of the the door. And I remember being a kid. You know, my mom would would go to she'd take me to the pub with her, and you know, I remember all these little knickknacks. Or when he's in the caravan, and you can see all the little kind of, um, you know, little um, uh, Virgin Mary statues, and you know, uh, it, it just there's attention to detail. Like, I I I've had flashbacks to my childhood, looking at these pages, and I don't I I don't know Phil from my childhood. <laughs> We're not from the same place, you know. He's from Donegal and from Clare, and um. Uh, his just the the amount of attention to detail he he has in there has been just amazing. Like he 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 draws somebody doing the washing up, and it really really feels like they're doing the washing up. I'm
0: looking at that panel, I think, right now because yeah, they're in um, Jimmy's kitchen, and there's the Virgin Mary yeah, on just, top of the
1: freezer. Just, yeah, <laughs> I just it really. I mean, it just I I remember being in that look. You know, like like in like he's had the, the house he drew actually. Jimmy's house reminds me so much of the house I grew up in wow. when I was a kid, well, even in I mean, the back garden like. I hear.
0: Go on. I'm sorry, man. I'm stepping on you.
1: No, no, you're fine. I'm. I'm just babbling out at this stage, Sean.
0: No, but I love it. Honestly, I I think it's it's great, man. There's a lot of heart in this, and it's it's a great little like street crime story and everything, and it's really about this entire well, Savage Town. It's about the town, and I and you achieve a lot in you know, God, a hundred and hundred eight pages.
1: It's a uh, hundred and nine. Yeah, I think one hundred eight, hundred nine. I think, and um, you wouldn't have seen the PDF, but we've got some really nice um, um, uh, extra material at the back, just like um, uh, Emma Price's design, like all the design work he did, she did for the logo. Um, a lot of like character drawings by Phil, which are really, really nice. Um, I, I like. It's going to be published in trade paperback format. You know, sure. it's a graphic novel, of but course. I, I really wanted it to feel like a graphic novel you know so we've um you know the great thing about images you can ch- you can you can like decide your paper stock so i don't know if you've if you've seen the um the the new criminal the criminal reprints basically or reprints but the new cre- edition's image you've done yes. of the criminal uh where it's just right it's like the paper of you know, like um solid matte paper but the um the trade paper the, the cover is a uh, uncoated stock I was talking to Sean Phillips about yes, it like yes. and, and even when you, when you you feel the cover it just it has a different kind of yeah aesthetic to it just that because it's not does. slick you yeah, know yeah um and we we've, and we've got a nice kind of gloss sheen on the on the logo and it's just little things like that like it costs a little bit more to make um but if you know if you're going to do something in the graphic novel format I really felt like we had to try and make it Feel as graphic and novely uh, rather than just a trade paperback, you know. Totally um,
0: bookshelf worthy, absolutely, man. And, uh, and yeah, like and I love reading that, I that love- on the love- inside, certainly.
1: I'll go, yeah, as well. Thanks, man. um but uh, yeah so like there's like yeah as much extras as we could have all the layouts that Phil did and I I did the layouts for the last chapter so it's kind of cool seeing the layouts I did and then how the pages look in in the end um I'm it's, it's just a really lovely package man we're li- we're li- I'm literally looking it over today because it's going off to the printer and um look I mean the writing might be shite but it's a gorgeous book you know
0: <laughs> the writing's that shite don't worry man it's fine <laughs> it's uh it no it's it's fantastic and it uh jeff uh, here's another comparison a jeff lemire story i mean that's you know you've got that vibe i think cool. in this. So, so yeah man no i man, think
1: I, I take that like that jeff jeff's jeff's one of those types of storytellers that i think is something to aspire to you know um because you know i love superheroes i love uh you know uh genre stuff but i mean i also love kind of more like i really like what he's doing with uh royal city right now that kind of you know, it's it, 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 that you don't need the genre element necessarily. I mean, um, I have it with Savage Town because I, because I like crime, but also Limerick has had this um, really bad history with uh, gangland violence back in the early noughties. So it, it kind of seemed like the perfect way of, you know, telling my slice of life Irish thing with the crime genre, with you know, a fictitious take on on what happened at the time. You know,
0: the irony too of a, a town called Limerick. Given what you know, what we talk about in there, well, you know, really that you know, that's, that's yeah, I no, like, oh, you know, everyone's like, your town, your town named like a joke or whatever. That's yeah,
1: it's strange. like oh, Limerick, you're like yeah, you've never been there. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> is that Ireland's like, Cleveland? Basically, is this what you're uh,
1: talking Yeah, you know, it, like yeah, I would say so. It's it's the, it's the um, it's, it's the kind of it's the underdog city, I would say. I hear you. you know. Dublin's the capital, Galway's a tour, like all the tourists go to Galway. Um they all go to Cork. They kind of drive past Limerick. Um but like I mean I I loved Limerick. I lived in Limerick for seven. I I studied in art college. Like I I used to listen to Word Balloon when I was um I was working on my portfolio. In Limerick, that's you know, I lived uh, like so. That's the kind of weird, kind of full circle thing about it. Was that now I'm in a position where I can kind of make something. I kind of, you know, went back to the the beginning a bit. But um, uh, yeah, I lo- I love Limerick. It's like you know, you can you can walk to the pub sure. and you can walk home afterwards. Whereas in Dublin, you got to get a fucking taxi or <laughs> some shite. But um, <laughs> you know, it's it's very small, but it's very big. Um okay. and okay. Um, and I just I think the character of the people there is something I I. I love and um, so you know, it's but, but at the same time, there's a there's bad side to it too. So, I'll try to strike a balance of like you know, uh, being affectionate, but also you know, not, um, not just trying to make a puff piece about Limerick. I mean, it definitely isn't that, but um, uh, like I, I, I'm expecting a little bit of blowback, um,
0: local, local blowback.
1: Uh, I've gotten little tints of it here and there, um, but I, <sighs> because the book when we announced the book um, at at Emerald City uh, an Irish newspaper did an interview with me about it and then other like it's kind of weird like the Irish media will pick up about it so then I was on radio stations talking about it and the Limerick radio station was criticizing me for calling it like Savage Town but I'm like but like that guy knows like in the in Ireland Savage is isn't necessarily a bad thing you know like, that was a savage attack. That's bad. But like, oh, that film last night was savage. That's a compliment. You Interesting. Know? OK. Um, <laughs> so many of the words that we use in Ireland, like, you know, it means a good thing and it means a bad thing. You know, um, I was really annoyed when Deadly Class came out in um, um, uh, the Rick and Mrs. Uh, book, because both Deadly and Class are words we've used like... Uh, deadly is something is is also a compliment like you know oh, like that girl last night you yeah. that girl last night she was deadly or you know like oh man she's class like sure <laughs> i kept thinking like oh they're using all the words <laughs> so i had to jump on savage before anybody you know before <laughs> i couldn't use that
0: that's fantastic man wow you know i mean that's the thing you know it's funny i just talked to pat mills uh what? the last week and everything and I said, I'm like, you know, the American, the ugly American. I'm here with my loud shirt, and my, my, my uh, camera and everything. And yeah, like I'm learning the idioms and <laughs> learning, learning all the way. So it's fascinating.
1: So that's, crazy. that's, that's what I kind of wanted to get in there. Like it's, oh. it's the, you know, the double the, there's a double to everything in a way. Like, you know, there's a good and a bad, uh, to Limerick, to the language, to the people, um, uh, I don't know, it just, it just, it everything was just clicking for me. So I I, I saw the opportunity to maybe make, I've I said it elsewhere, is that I've, it's a book I have wanted to read and nobody was making it. Attaboy, yes. So I, so I did it.
0: I think that's great. And I think a lot of times, you know, listen to that voice and everything and you'll find that there are more people that would love a thing like this. And, and yeah, that'll be very interesting to see the Irish reaction to this. So, uh, I mean, this really yeah. is an Irish product.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I like I, I'm very much going to try and target a non-comics audience for this because sure. I mean I think anyone who like likes my stuff in Ireland will probably pick it up. Great, but I I think there's an opportunity because because Ireland is a, is an island after all, um, and you know I can get on things like television and radio here. We you know the 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 the, mad, the mass media is something I can actually you know get on okay. in this country. Um, I just need the infrastructure to push a book, and because this book 's coming out through image it 's coming out through bookshops, so if I can talk to bookshops, then I can get because like you know like my my aunt she wouldn 't know to go to a comic book shop of course because there 's nobody there 's no near her okay. she wouldn 't um she wouldn 't necessarily know how to get on Amazon to order a copy of a book you know generally, a lot of Irish people like, I say, older than me, would would still go to bookshops, you know, they still go to music shops, so I kind of want to make, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make something that would feel like, that is a graphic novel that an Irish person go like, oh, like, like watching The General or something, you know? I hear you, man.
0: No, that's the vibe, and I I think you succeed, and totally, man, it's, you've already got your Marvel audience, and that's great, and and, and I'm sure that, you know, and we're going to talk about your Marvel stuff coming up as well, and the stuff you've already done, but no, I think this is great, and I think, this is what um, a creator-owned project should be in terms of, all right, you know, I won't be able to get to do this story. I, I You know, it's funny. I know um, – at first I thought you had worked on The Kitchen and then I remembered Ming Doyle saying no, but you kind of were like a critical eye for those guys when they made The Kitchen at Vertigo. And that's the closest thing I can think of as, as far as a mainstream chance. Luckily, there's image that – you know, I'm saying of the big two obviously and luckily now there's, yeah. you know, there's image – and as you say, you've got a good relationship with them, and they and I'm really glad that uh, they're they're giving you the platform to tell this story. And yeah, man, get that ma- get that real mainstream audience,
1: not the yeah of yeah, mainstream I mean- audience. Yeah I mean I mean cuz uh, that's uh, that's the aim anyway we'll see like I'm, I'm kind of hoping in America it can be seen as a book that can that, an, an Irish comic for people who wouldn't know what that is I hear you. and um I mean and you know there's there's Irish creators that have done stuff I mean like Stephen Mooney's Half Happy Danger and stuff like that yes, yes. but um I I think uh, the thing with with Image is I think I've just such a close relationship with the publisher because Image are you know they're they're really try and do everything they can to get your stuff out there um that um I, I have a bit more I think there's just a bit more communication there and there's a bit more uh, involvement and um and they've been really great. I mean it isn't it's an odd book. It's basically by a first time writer. Um I mean I've written some a little bit of Marvel stuff already, right, but right. like you know, not much. Um and uh, an unknown artist. You know, the biggest name of that book I think is Jordy
0: That's,
1: <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you know. Like the guy I, I know I know we'll get sales because Geordie's name is on that book, without a doubt.
0: Hey, it's that guy
1: um, that Jordi Jordy, Jordy lives with. That's fantastic. exactly exactly yeah.
0: That's it's hilarious. hilarious. I'm
1: with of her. I am. <laughs> uh, so so it's, so it's it's a bit of a hard sell to some degree, you know. It's and it's a graphic. It's not like there's a first issue where you can go like, oh, what, do you know what this is like. So it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a tough sell. But I I you know like I said I was like Fuck it, I I it would have driven me mad had I not put it together. And I had the resources. So I mean I'll give it a shot. If it does well, I mean I I definitely like to do more. I have like. I have, I have two. I have, I, the whole idea was for three books, but I mean, at the end of the day, there might only be one. So I tried to tell like the concise story. Um, but like even Geordie today, when she finished coloring it, she was like, "So what's going to happen with this guy and that guy?" I'm like, "Oh well, this is what would happen," and you know, so I know where things would Fantastic. go. Fantastic. Right? Okay.
0: You know, cool. Then, That's
1: awesome.
0: Well, well, yeah, of course. But you know, honestly, Deck, the good thing too is this is something you've got it. It's going to be out there, and. However, it well it initially does as your uh, notoriety continues, and I because you're an excellent artist, and I and I think you're a fine writer as well, and especially for this, it's not as you said you've done. You forgot
1: forgotten. handsome. What's that? You forgot handsome. And that's true. Well, that goes without <laughs> why, saying. Why, why no, you're looking. But, why, you're but you're honestly, on the you
0: know that years from now. As your as you you know as you your name gets more you know you get a bigger following and stuff. This could easily be like your AKA Goldfish for Bendis or somebody like that. That yeah, initially it you know only sold a few thousand copies, but you know now people do go back to it and they want to read it. And it's honestly this is a quality book. And as you say, it may not be a uh, well certainly it's not a, it's not a superhero book, but it's a great crime book and we've we've given some really good examples of great crime films that this feels very much like so i i really think uh, this is a good gamble if not for today then in the future where it's you know and again you can always just go back to press and uh, you know in a couple of years when you're yeah, when you're a king and,
1: and do more <laughs> well i mean it's it was a it's it's a gamble it was a gamble we're taking cuz the at the end of the day you know i i didn't spend all the year drawing it like Phil did. i hear you. Um, yeah, yeah so you know i still i'm still working on injection and i'm still doing like you know co- punisher covers or cool. you know every, whatever else i'm doing so i mean i'm i'm very fortunate that i didn't um you know i put my money where my mouth is to a degree to to you know make sure everyone gets paid and stuff but um uh, i didn't have to put any I decided to invest drawing time in it, which is kind of the most precious thing. So I'm, I'm quite fortunate that I've been able to do everything else and keep this going. So, yeah, it's, it's it's a gamble, but I mean, if if it blows up in my face, you know, us will be fine, and Jordan will be fine, and Clayton will be fine, and Phil, that will Phil Phil will have Phil will have that book I've always wanted him to have. So oh, you, you know. No man, I'm I've accepted. The, I've already accepted defeat.
0: No, but that's the thing. I think putting it out is its own victory. And again, I, I, yeah, think, yeah, I really think I being, You know, yeah, you're being modest, but yeah, people. I think I really think I. I believe people will find this book. And again, I, I am a sucker for a good crime story and a good street crime story, and and it, you know, S- uh, Savage Town absolutely fulfills that. I mean, it's it's great.
1: No, oh, thanks, man. I, I do, I do genuinely feel if you read the first like 20, 30 pages you're in totally. you know totally. like you'll want you want to read the rest um image were really good they printed like the first uh, 20 or so pages uh, as a single issue and handed out a lot of book fairs during the summer hey that's great um, that was really cool no that was really good i thought of them because uh, i mean um that 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 was a because because it is i think a hard sell because it is not me if it was me drawing it would be different but um i feel like yeah if, if you pick it up and you read it you're you're going to want to know what happens i think you know
0: definitely absolutely this no i i really think for a first graphic novel it's 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 excellent and
1: uh oh, thanks man
0: great gabe hardman's uh story about the dog and now i'm blanking on uh the name of that uh,
1: story uh, let- yeah, it wasn't Manson. like it was um, it's not
0: Manson. It's like
1: Kinsky was Kinsky. Or... there
0: we or Kinsky. yeah, yeah, yeah. or Kinski. No, you're right, it was Kinsky. Yeah, I mean this is a, this is another thing like Kinski to me. In the in the best oh, cool. possible way. Absolutely, man. So uh well awesome. oh, there you go. Your old agents of Atlas, buddy. Gabe Hart. Yeah. Man. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well no, I uh, Savage Town is great. When does the uh, the the graphic novel come out?
1: It's out uh, September twentieth, so uh, it'll be out just before Tall bubble here in the UK. So um, I'll have it'll it'll be out for New York Comic Con as well. So I'll be there. Um, Great, flogging my wares.
0: Excellent, man. Well, I'll, I'll likely see you there then at New York Comic Con. So that's interesting. So yeah, Savage Town, everybody from Image Comics. I think it's huge. And uh, I'm I'm very happy for you, Deck. This uh, this turned out great. So let's oh, thanks, let's uh, let's move on to uh, some uh, some Marvel stuff because I mean you know you're modest, but you've been writing some cool Marvel stuff, and I know uh, and refresh my memory. Didn't you do a Secret Empire tie-in? Uh,
1: no, no, I didn't do a Secret Empire which, tie-in. Which, I, did, um, which, uh, yeah, I did. which event? It was, it was Civil War to, uh choosing you. sides. Thank you. Okay, that's it cool. was. Um, there was a there was anthology series that uh, Will Moss was editing, yeah. and um, he asked if uh, I would do it, it's it's you know it was all different short stories, yes. but there was they wanted to have one story that went through the whole mini um so he asked if i would do a nick fury uh uh story and he said uh i liked how he said it. he said uh, i'm gonna make it a uh, difficult for you to turn down because he's asked me to do stuff in the past and i couldn't but um <laughs> he said uh, i want you to write it too and i was like oh will moss you got me because <laughs> um, then it became because i was already i was already set to do all-star batman oh awesome man. Um yeah. it, it was a bit it was a bit away though but i knew it was coming um but i uh i was like oh i i can't not i can't turn down a writing and drawing <laughs> you know who, who gets to do it you know very very few like uh at marvel what like scotty um who else has done it and yeah, really? um, carrie carrie andrews
0: true okay that's true yeah you're right about uh, both of those uh, guys uh, yes indeed
1: but you know not not a lot yeah, more so, so. Man.
0: no absolutely that's uh, awesome dude 10 pages
1: uh, it was ten pages for the first issue, and then it was uh six pages for the rest right, so it was this, um,
0: it was the through line story
1: exactly okay. yes, so it was forty pages total wow, man um yeah, so I was writing drawing that, and coloring that um and think I think. As I wrapped up one volume of Injection and then was kind of prepping for for Batman, but um, no, that was—I mean—that was brilliant. And, and and getting to it was weird because I had started writing Savage Town at that stage, but I was still kind of um, you know dragging my heels a little, or I wasn't—I was feeling a little insecure. But having you know Fury, which was kind of like you know shorter, sharper uh, stories on a deadline, really kind of um, with me into shape, you know. Um, and I made sure, you know, that I was writing proper scripts for Will, and that they were, you know, properly written, and there was no and around or whatnot. Um, uh, and being able to just kind of, you know, uh, trying to construct a story that like told one solid story, while also told individual uh, stories, uh, issue to issue. So, so issue to issue, you're reading these little short stories, but then what was nice is they collected in the trade as one. So you have that one Nick Fury story, and then you have all the other like short stories that were in the, the miniseries.
0: Interesting. No, that's cool. So that that's out there, and it's it's Civil War II choosing sides.
1: Yeah, if you get the trade, it's all it's all in there. That's awesome, man. That's cool. No, you know? that was really cool. Uh, I I got to uh, I, I, Will Moss was amazing. I just like basically said, "Can I do this?" and he was like, "Sure." And then I did it. <laughs> it, was, it was not. I, I mean, I'm always willing when you do kind of company stuff. Like, you know, compromise is in the air. Um, you, you know, I I I understand. It's, it's like doing like a, a design um, brief. You can't do any. You know, the paper is a certain size. There's certain you know certain remit you need to work within. So I understand that. Like from a writing point of view too. But um, Will was Will was brilliant. He, I think the the Black Widow story in there. I did. I I just kind of did it in layouts because it was. Um, yeah, I just said could I do a silent story, and he was like sure so I just got to do I got to write and draw a silent story you know at Marvel I just I couldn't believe like, what what Will was letting me do but it was it was a brilliant experience
0: that's awesome man I'm gonna have to pick up the tr- the trade how many different characters did you do in the in the shorter stories
1: um uh, I didn't want to make it too cameo you know but um I, I love Black Widow, and all the all of the really annoying thing was as I was working on it, Black Widow issue one came out, uh, and I was like, oh son of a bitch, Chris Somney, <laughs> you know, here's me trying to do my spy story, and just Chris Somney just blows everything out of the water, fucking prick. But um, uh, uh, yeah, no, I think the the first one was just kind of Nick and uh, the big double cross with Shield. The second one, uh, Moon Knight appears. The three different versions of Moon Knight I drew, because um, everyone's always said to me like, "Oh, when are you going back to Moon Knight?" And like, I, I just, I, I mean, I don't know if it'll ever happen. But I figured, well, if I'm going to go back to Marvel and do something, I might just try and appease those guys, you, <laughs> you know? Um,
0: Absolutely,
1: very cool. So, so I got a page of Moon Knight, of, of three different Moon Knights, um, and Black Widow shows up, and I think that's it. I think I tried to kind of, oh, you that's know, cool. Yeah, I mean, like, I could have done something like because I really want to draw Daredevil someday. I could have worked him into it, but like, I it would be ridiculous if you are just making everything a cameo book, you know. Um, I I really tried to make sure I was telling a story first, okay, and then anything else I could kind of put in there was uh, was uh, was was an extra.
0: Deck, I'll be honest, I you know the tie-in books they 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 hit you like snowballs with these events, Yeah. and they can get overwhelming. And I think. S- Good things slip through the cracks, and this sounds like one that I don't want to miss. So I am going to have to uh, backtrack and make sure that I uh, I take a look at this. And at uh, uh, got uh, more limited at the very least. Yeah,
1: so yeah, I am really, I am genuinely really proud of it. Like um, I think uh, Will was saying that he he would he kind of wanted a, a Storenko feel to it, and the way to do it was to have a, a writer artist do it. Um, so it was it was a great it was a great writing exercise for me, and you know, getting to just like draw stuff that I really want it like I did one bit where um I did a splash page of its tiny tiny moment um and like you'll see it if you read it um it like it should have really you could argue that should have been a panel on a five panel page, but I made it a double page spread because i I just wanted to try it I wanted to do something a bit ballsier and I was like they're they're not gonna let this six page story have a two page double spread, <laughs> but, they but they did. <laughs> You know, and I think if you read it, you'll see. I mean, like, like the way I construct, I mean, I constructed it to 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 work. But I just, I was really, you know, I have to say, like one thing for Marvel is that you know they they if they can, they really do let you try as much stuff out as you can. You know, I understand. Yeah, very, yeah. Sounds-
0: and I'm glad. I, I just like I said, I don't know, man. I I think good things like this can easily, like I said, be ignored because they're they're a tie in book, and that's how they're branded. And you know, I mean, it's i think it works against a book as much as they think it works for a book and i'm sure dave yeah. gabriel's got the equation to prove me wrong
1: <laughs> probably the so there's some really at, great uh, stuff in the man there's um there's a chelsea kane um jessica jones story um, wow. with, uh with Alison samson drawing it there's a uh stephen byrne uh drew a story written by ming doyle um uh oh god there's loads of great stuff in it. Yeah, there's it's genuinely really really good anthology. Um uh, I thought it was great.
0: Interesting. All right, well, there you go. I'm going to have to Civil War 2 choosing sides. I'm going to maybe have to uh pick that up. That sounds awesome. Do it. And 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 you got uh you got new uh, Marvel stuff coming up?
1: Um yeah, I'm writing I've written and drawn a um verse story for the War Stories anthology. I think I think it's a one-shot. Okay. It's coming out in September. Um the, I was asked if I would do a, uh, a Punisher slash Venom uh, hybrid. You know, the way each, the Venom verse is all like, what if the, what if the, uh, the symbiote took over X, okay. you know, the um, so character? So the symbiote takes so over Frank. Frank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they also, yeah, they, they, I, think it's, I think it's also a little nod to um, uh, Kurt Busiek wrote uh, this what if. Uh, issue. It, basically, what if the symbiote took over Punisher? Um, I think um, the editors. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's like I think it was out in the day, in the nineties. Okay. Um, I can't remember who drew it, okay. but um, uh, I think I think the editors Devin, uh, Lewis and Nick Lowe really liked that story. So I mean, I had a read of it. it, it I can't say it's like a follow on from it or anything, but it gave me a few ideas. And um, so uh, yeah, basically, it's uh, Frank. Uh, I mean, it's it's just six pages, but it was really cool to write to one write Venom and two write like uh, Frank Castle. That was pretty, pretty, pretty savage. That's awesome. Um, and, and
0: again, six pages—that's a great discipline, as you said. And I and I think it's kind of a lost art. I always love reading um, more the DC anthology books that have the six and eight pages, especially the war books and the westerns. Uh, they always seem to have really tight, but but you know, satisfying eight-page stories or six-page stories. So I. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah there's,
1: something be, there's something to. something be said for um, you know, a budget, or you right, know, having restrictions it, yeah. and working within those. Like, I mean, it, it's a good um, uh, it's a good storytelling exercise, that's for sure. And um, I mean, I probably shouldn't have taken it because I've really way too much stuff on right now. But um, again, uh, writing and drawing, I find it really hard to turn down because like I got to write Savage Town, which is great, but writing and drawing something at the same, like like doing the whole thing that that there's there's something really really um uh, there's a sense of accomplishment <laughs> that comes with having written and drawn something yourself that which is it's really hard to to compare
0: I understand no it's this is like you know your film from start to finish and all the composition and everything you know beyond script and and layouts and stuff no you I can appreciate that I think that's excellent and do you when you did Savage Town did you you know you said you laid out some of the the portions, correct I mean that's what part of the process stuff
1: um, get yeah, to the it was only <clears throat> yeah, it was only the last chapter because um we were just getting a little tight on time okay. um and uh I know I know that Phil is such like a great storyteller he he'll he, and i mean I would do it too you'd take some time working on layouts like I spent about a week doing in, uh, layouts for any any issue of injection um but like we and all but the the tough thing about that is then you're switching back to drawing, like drawing actual pages sure. and you, you lose momentum basically. So he was coming to the end of chapter four, say, and he could either go straight into chapter five if layouts were done for him, or he could take longer to switch over and switch back. So he said, Well if you could do layouts for the end, I could just work right in there and uh it actually worked really well. Um I, I uh he changed a couple of things here and there, but I mean He's the one drawing the page. Sure, <laughs> he's, sure. He's he's, uh, he's more than welcome to do it. But uh, that that was actually a very interesting kind of uh, of because um, that that was very similar. It was like I was writing and drawing it because I was drawing the layout, sure. and doing, you know, uh, finishing and that sense of accomplishment was there. But then I, I handed them over and didn't have to do any of the hard work. I understand, man. No, you know, and I I've
0: never seen your layouts. I've seen Norton's and other people's layouts, or and uh, Xander Cannon has shown me his layouts before. And
1: they're very finished, you know, feeling. And stuff. Because um, yeah, I, I post I post my layouts uh, about a couple of days after every issue comes out, so um, if you browse through my Twitter, you'll see uh, like, I think I, was, I posted injection layouts a few days ago. Um, I just post the whole book laid out. Uh, uh, everyone always says nice things about them, because I, I do, they're not finished as such, but they're kind of like I do them in small little boxes basically so you can just see all the storytelling but like none of the actual like you know detail and such okay. but um sure. yeah I should check them out
0: No I, I absolutely will and I always
1: uh, forget and
0: with with your snide comments about Somni and stuff you were part of comic twart back in the day correct
1: Oh yeah that takes me back well, Good stuff
0: um, man are you that was always a pleasure all of you guys would challenge yourselves like okay this week's character is rip hunter and we'd get like I'm, I'm just know, 20 amazing rip hunters you
1: know. I'm just trying to imagine what it was like to have the time to do this, because <laughs> like <laughs> I just there's no like I mean it 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 died but like it died for the best reason. Yeah,
0: everybody got worse. Like,
1: <laughs> like, like well, yeah, exactly, and like, uh, which is you know that's a great reason to not do a sketchbug anymore. It, it surprises me that people don't really do them anymore. There were, like there was there was a few around at the time, but um. No, that was great. I mean, just as like where Chris is now, and and Mitch and Evan and Mike, like Jordy's coloring. Uh, uh she just colored a Mike Hawthorne issue of Garages of the Galaxy, and good Christ! Like Mike is amazing. Like he should be. Like why he's not the biggest superstar in in at Marvel right now? I I I just don't understand. He's incredible. Well, I'm, glad he's, um, I'm glad
0: he's finally getting you know some really big breaks. Because God, I talked to him. When they brought back the Unmen from Swamp Thing, that was the first oh, wow. time I talked to Mike Hawthorne, and finally got to meet him at one of Tony Moore's uh, Cincinnati shows. And uh, sweetheart of a guy, great guy.
1: Yeah. yeah, really, really lovely guy, and he's and he has got a great relationship with the uh, with Jordy. Like she loves coloring. Oh, that's and stuff.
0: awesome. Oh, that's very
1: cool. Oh yeah, she she's colored him since. Not I don't think his first arc of Deadpool, but I think maybe his second or something and she gets very possessive over some guys so <laughs> you know no matter how busy she is she like make the time for for uh my god that's
0: wonderful uh, that's beautiful that's, yeah you guys and uh, gabe hardman was part of that as well
1: and no no gabe wasn't everyone no I, 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 i've heard it a few times no gabe wasn't um shocked no no how about no i don't think he was how about steve bryant uh steve was yeah um I mean, I mean, I, I totally understand because I think, like, I mean, we were all mates at the time. But yeah, no, no, um, no, Gabe wasn't. OK, I trust uh-huh. you, man.
0: That It was your uh, uh-huh. it was your superhero team, man. And it, you're right. <laughs> I mean, the great <laughs> yeah. thing is it really did. It, it It brought all of your guys work uh, to our attention. Tom Fowler, also part of the group.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's like I mean, from from my point of view, when I when we when we were doing it, um, I mean, I was just fucking happy to be there. <laughs> You know, if you, had, you, you had Mitch Bryweiser who was coloring, who didn't have done Cap, Captain America at the time. And Chris was like, you know, doing amazing work. Um, uh, I think Tom was doing, uh, no, it was before Tom did Venom, but Tom had done so much stuff, too. Do, I mean, was I was,
0: was just happy our, to. Our, uh, Jeff Parker's that uh, Mystique. He was uh,
1: mysterious, uh, mysterious. That's right. So yeah, that's him and right, Jeff yes, was yes, mysterious. Yes. But look, I mean, there's a connection there. I'm sure Jeff found my stuff from doing comic there you and go. and he asked me on thunderbolts and then you know like like the, the the blog did what I don't know okay that's not why we did it we did it to have fun but um but um it's amazing just like how well it did it did, it 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 gave us all a platform that people got behind you know I do um, oh,
0: dude I have a I have a somni damn dan dare on my wall and I, and he gave it to me for a song i mean it's ridiculous how little i paid for it but literally it's it's among my frame pieces because it's it's just so amazing and people go nuts because it's dan dare uh in a pterodactyl nest and looking at these little hatchlings it <laughs> doesn't realize a giant pterodactyl's behind him ready to attack uh, him uh,
1: of course of course give give chris a page and he puts a story in there damn
0: straight exactly man no it's insane <laughs> and uh yeah, no, like you said, Sami. Uh, <laughs> but that's the thing, man. I mean, all of you guys, I'm I'm so happy because it's been a pleasure watching your guys' career and expand and getting better known. And uh, you mentioned, of course, working with Warren and on injection and everything. Uh, you, you, you were telling me off the air, one more issue uh, for the next trade, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, then Volume 3 is done. Yeah. Um- And that'll be the end of uh, that'll be the end of the. I mean, each 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 arc kind of centers more on one character than the other. So at the at the moment, it's Bridget. um, So it's this kind of weird, spooky stone stone circle, techno ghost, weird mythology. It's Warren, so it's fucked up, of course. Um, but uh, yeah i mean the, the script i mean every i get a script and i'm like oh man this is great and then then i'll get a few pages in i'm like oh no i got to <laughs> how am i going to draw that and then i got to sit there for a week and figure out how i'm going to draw it but um no i mean injection's been just been just it's like like it I, it's my life's work basically you know i'm i'm we're at, we're past the halfway point but i know that like this is this is my planetary, you know, this is the thing that like, you know, um, I feel like like when Warren said what you want to do I was like, I want to squeeze as many issues out of Warren Ellis as I can so I knew I wanted to do something long form because everything else I've ever done at Marvel or whatnot has been like four, five issues six issues um, so I really wanted to do something that was as ambitious as I possibly could be um, and it is uh, I, it's not the hottest book every month that comes out but I, I feel that it, we're just building this really ambitious story, and um, I know the next arc is going to be about um, uh, winters, so it's going to be this kind of James Bond type uh, stage of the story. And I mean, having written, having read Warren Ellis's actual James Bond, I wonder what his James Bond with like no restraints is going to be. You know,
0: <laughs> true,
1: that's awesome. Man. And I and I'm, I'm, I'm having cold sweats about having to draw it. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah so uh, issue 15 will be out in I'd say in a month or so and um, uh, that'll wrap up volume 3 and then uh, yeah we have two more volumes to go.
0: And Winter is the next volume?
1: Yeah yeah Winter's and I think Robin's going to be the last one which I think if you've been reading the book you can see you know every, every book every volume kind of is building him a lot uh, and there's, he's got more of a journey through the, the series so I think it's um uh whatever climax is going to hit he's definitely going to be involved
0: that's cool and i'm glad to hear that you guys have a, a you know an end point in mind because as i say to all of the image creators that i think have such incredible stories and stuff it's like you know i i wonder you know i i unfortunately i'll use like uh celia norton with revival and uh uh God, I always, Morning Glories, you know, with, with Nick and everything, it's like, hey man, mm. great story but like, is there an end point? Because you know, we got, uh, now there's so many and it's, it is such a fiercely competitive shelf in the best way and in the worst way because there is just so much good product
1: <laughs> yeah. out there. Well, I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, I wish, I wish more series did go longer, you know, um, in a way, because I feel that a lot of them, like to me, it seems like three books is is perfect. It's enough for a collection, okay? You know, I mean, uh, this this is uh, whatever I do next. I'd say I'll do ten to fifteen issues. Understood. Um, From an artist's point of view, it's a commitment for two years. It's not a commitment of five years, sure. Um, Because you know, it can be tough to just commit to one project, yeah. Absolutely, one thing. Like Injection, it was a no-brainer. It's a Warren Ellis book. Like, of course I'll do it. But, uh, you know, anything else here, you have to be pretty cautious. uh, cautious. Yeah, but Warren, Uh, you know,
0: Warren's in that rarefied crowd of, you know, a handful, like a Graham Morrison or, you know, a a Neil Gaiman and Alan Moore or somebody like that, that yeah, it's like, no, I don't blame you. Absolutely. You
1: know? But also Warren's one of the few who, you know, an audience... Can trust yes that the story will end somewhere
0: oh that's true too you know? that's a good point i i meant literally that you know well certainly warren has enough readers and stuff that yeah well, you know what's what's next warren
1: <laughs> you know no no, no, no but, but like it, it, let's just say i was doing injection on my own it's a weird book you don't know yes. exactly where it's going and if it was just me i suspect people would just be like meh yeah but but, but because it's warren you know it's going to pay off i hear you man you know so you 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 know he's done enough books at the now at this stage oh, where you can trust, I think the market maybe is a lot more um unforgiving maybe of books, but i mean the, the quality is so high, but I you know not a lot of books go i mean chew is over now, revival is over right um I don't know many other uh books that are gonna go and have fifty issues i think I think books should be able to get to fifty um injection was always planned at being twenty five okay um Warren specifically like structured the story to be five, like, basically graphic novels. Sure. So that was good knowing going in that I had worked for two years, um, but that I had an too. Um too. Uh, that's fine with me. I'm happy with that. Um, but, you know, I, I wish I wish that it was easier for some books to... To, um, to go ten. Ten graphic yeah, novels. Yeah, if you could. Whew,
0: that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that <was> a lot. <laughs> no, because honestly, I, I agree with you, and I think, well, certainly I come from the eras when... You know a team would work on a book for several years and you just accepted it and it was great you know and and yeah 40 50 issues sure yes please but like I said it's it's more competitive now and that's why I'm like wow 10 graphic novels that's a lot I think five is a good number and s- both for creator and consumer where it's like okay yeah, that's that's a really satisfying read and you know a, and a, I think a good opportunity to tell a very developed story but yeah I don't know I don't know man again because I love hey, scalped. Was was fantastic in more than fifty yeah. issues, and uh, certainly hundred bullets. Uh, I mean, it's it's possible, but that's the thing. It's like and again with the competition out there, pretty tough, man.
1: Well, yeah, and it's, it's tough to build the infrastructure to keep that going. I mean, Saga can do it, Outcast yes. can do it. Like you know, those guys, they can you know. They, they, I mean, okay, actually, no, they're doing great, but like, let's just say their single issues aren't selling well, they're making that back in trade, you know? Right. Um Like, uh, we're the same in injection. Like, we get by on single issues, but like, it's the trade that really, really sure. does it. Um, if you're, but we're, you know, we know that we can bring a certain amount of an audience. If you're a brand new creator, you got to have three sheets in the can before he's solicited. You know, you've got to have an entire kind of like thing built, and uh, that can be really, really difficult. You know, um, Agreed. And even like. for like not established, you know, let's just say, you know, I don't want to say D-list, but you know what I mean, like people who who have careers who may not be particularly well known but want to build do their own book. Um, it's you no, know, it, it's tough out there. It is competitive, but I mean, it's also competitive in the best way. There's like. There's never been this many brilliant books on the stand.
0: Agreed. And uh, yeah, it's a good problem to have. But then again, that's why you got Rich Tommaso saying, hey, nobody's buying Spice Seal. And it's like, well, Rich, it's a a crowded bookshelf, man. You know, it's like I I, I, I sympathize with the guy. But I mean, that's the thing. And like you said, Bendis and I were talking about how uh, Bendis like, you know, some books you got to wait till issue four. And that's when it really picks up. And it's like, uh, Mm. good luck, Charlie. Because uh, it's a different yeah. world, man. Yeah, yeah. You can't wait four issues. And and he knew what I meant. But that's – and I, and he's – sure. but yeah, it's like you better hit him with a hell of a first issue, man. Because it's – again, it's a crowded bookshelf and it's, yeah. like it's not a, as easy a, as it used to be.
1: Uh, Georgie's uh, Redlands just came yes, out. Indeed. and uh, I on. think uh, – <laughs> like that first issue, like people have really responded to. it. it like, I don't know if you've read it, but it uh, it kind of – it hits you hard and then at the beginning and then it hits you hard at the end and you know you don't know where it's going to go and um uh i think it's 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 a brilliant first issue because you are just as you're kind of just as lost at the beginning as you were at the start, but you know you kinda have a good feeling of what it is. I think that's a great way to have a book is that you you know, you want to know what happens next. Yes. Not 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 not, not have not have a reason to check out. Yes. Um but no you're you're right. It I mean you you, you've got to get people with that first issue. And I also not the first issue, the second issue. Yes. The second issue in a way is more important, but the drop off between one and two is 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 very bad in a lot of books. Um you know you used to be able to kind of like go oh the sales on issue one are like this it could go you know it's probably going to go like this but it's really i think the drop off between one and two that is more of an indicator of how your book's going to go um like with respect to i don't, I don't know uh, a richard thing but the first i heard of the book was that facebook post or whatever it was you know um yeah you, you know like you gotta sell your book i i i mean i i look at comic book news websites and i'm on twitter and stuff like that i and it's tough to, and especially now, I think just with, the, the, you know, for me, Twitter used to be the thing where I'd push my stuff a lot. And I can see how, you know, posts I make don't go as far as they used to, because, you know, there's just so much political fucking bullshit on it now that I, I don't even want I don't, I don't want to look at it, <laughs> you know? So, so the stuff that there's just so much noise out there, it can be really, really hard because... Making the book is one job, but selling the book is a complete other job, um, and it's tough because it takes time. Like I, I, I think I, I spent about five weeks writing uh, uh, um, Savage Town. You know, cumulatively I'd say, but I, I have probably spent the first half of every day for the last year doing something about the book, be it promoting it or you know making a a Twitter page for Jimmy or, um, you know, uh, figuring out what I'd like to do when the book comes out or talking to lawyers about rights. And, you know, um, there's always, there's all this other businessy parts of it, which is, you know, is interesting and uh, it's been very, very informative, but it does take time away from actually making the book. You know, like the injection, injection issue 15 will be late because of me, because I've been trying to, because Savage Town has to be, be uh, is going to print now, basically, so everything is blowing up in my face. Even though I'm not even drawing the thing, you know, um, and I hate that. I hate I hate not fucking you know hitting my deadlines and whatnot. But like, it'll be done. It'll be fine. And then I'm back to injection and it'll be and it'll be grand. But um, that sucks. But uh, that that's just just trying to make the book live and 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 move, uh, so it doesn't hit veer off the train tracks. And then yeah, um. You know, I spent, I think, all of Monday doing. I think doing. I did a phone interview for an Irish mega, uh, newspaper. I did, I think, a podcast, and I did two different website um, uh, interviews. I mean, d- so I didn't get any um, injection done that day. It's 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 an, an entire other job outside of making the book. So it can be really really tough, you know, when you're doing your own thing.
0: Understood, and and I uh, imagine also doing it from the island is even harder. Uh, in terms well, and I, maybe not with social media and stuff, in terms of reaching out to the stores, uh, both I would imagine, uh, here in the states and as well as you know the European markets that you're hitting as well.
1: Um, um well, no, it's not too bad to okay. be honest. What we did is, um, I mean, because of the internet and stuff like that, it's it's great. I mean, That's yes, true. there's less stores, you know, it would be nice if we were in Florida and we could hit stores in Florida, right? But um, Jordy Country. you know, we yes. have a really good local shop, the Big Bang, and um we're setting up like uh, uh, signings with some UK guys too then there's New York Comic Con right after that I mean, yeah, I, I see what Charles is doing with Ryan Brown, and that sounds like a brilliant idea. Yeah, the idea curse words
0: tour that they've been doing all summer. They just got back. I I texted Ryan Brown yesterday, in fact.
1: Fantastic! Like that's like brilliant. I, I wish I could do that. We can't clearly, um, because we're uh, on this uh, small little island. But um, <laughs> get the boat, uh, get
0: the dinghy ready.
1: Get the boat, yeah. <laughs> but um, but you know, but look like like those those guys are selling that book. You know, I, I mean, you, it must be hard for Charles to be writing all his books and and moving, and Ryan to be to be doing it. But like, you know. You, you, I, we'd all love it if you could just do the work and then it magically would get into people's hands. But you, you, you never know how someone's going to find your stuff.
0: I understand. And by the no, way, I before don't. I forget, I do have mm-hmm. a, a slightly underhanded reason for having you on as well, and that is to uh, let Jordy know that I do want to talk about her book and i do have it oh, i haven't no had a problem. chance to read it yet but it is my uh, my pile and my intention was to get jordy when we were talking and say hey let's come on stop stop avoiding
1: <laughs> okay well I, she's she's upstairs I'll, I'll tell her i'll tell Excellent. her sure well, yeah, we're i done. think she even she even i think she even put up a call for uh, if anyone wants to do a podcast so she's she's game well, that's great oh um, yes
0: please i mean my god she it was great man the last time we talked we, me, you, and Jordy ended up talking for another half hour afterwards, and she was very lovely about it and stuff. So yeah, I, I would love to. Uh, you... I,
1: I know she's she's crazy if you can if you can get her to sit down for five minutes. <laughs> well, you can. She's just normally yeah uh, coloring something, you know. Um, but look, I know it's been pretty tough for her too, man. Because I mean, she's got um she's been trying to do podcasts and interviews and making sure that the books written for Vanessa to draw and that it's colored for previews. And she's also you know coloring a new Spider Man book and Tom King's Batman and. Coloring my injection stuff, and you know, getting a graphic novel done, and like, there, it's been really tough for Jordan because she has so much production stuff coming at her, I and you. she's trying to make sure that 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 that, that she's got the machine on uh, uh, on her end, starting on time for everybody to work. It's um, it's a tough slog, but we 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 um, what we did is we we have a guy comes in twice a week um uh, and to do kind of like what we did is we we sent a lot of um. Geordie uh, made this lovely little care package with Redlands um, flyers and like rose petals and fake insects and sent them to like retailers that we've met over the years, stuff like that. Um, I sent those Sav- Savage Town previews and stuff. So we've been trying to slowly chip it, like, you know, send stuff to retailers. Um, I have no idea if it actually goes anywhere, but like, you know, that, that you know, um, uh, our assistant Darren, you know, he's been doing that like two two days a week for the past like three months.
0: So he goes to the post um, office and sets it all off or whatever.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But like that's that's time that we yeah. we haven't spent because we have him do it. If we didn't, you know, if I, I we can afford to pay him to to do that, if it was just me on my own you know it'll be me posting the Amen. stuff off and uh, uh,
0: believe me i'm spinning enough word balloon plates that uh and so many people have been very <laughs> sweet about how can i help and i'm like i don't know but i've definitely need it let's figure this out so yeah,
1: well, yeah i think um knowing how to delegate is is tough i mean because also i wish i could just send off the interviews to aaron to do but i mean that's not the, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would defeat the point deck you know? believes um, uh,
0: that uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly Dec, you know, i'd so like to say
1: there's 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 things you just have to do, you know. There's decisions you have to make um, that that I can't just like fob off to to Aaron and whatnot. So, um, but it does cut down on the on the on the time out of the studio, basically, you know, and trying to trying to be as productive as possible. I
0: want to ask about one more book, and then I want to talk about if you if you if we've still got time. Uh, one thing, real fast, All Star Batman. So, tell me about that oh, experience.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. God, you know. There's this character called Batman. I don't know if you ever heard sure. of him. Um, no, uh, uh, yeah, no. I was uh, very, very fortunate to to help launch um, All Star last summer. Um, uh i, I it's just kind of weird to talk about like because it just who, who gets to do who gets to have a batman issue one under their belt you know what i mean
0: damn straight nice going that's a good point i, I didn't even think of it that way you're 100 right that's huge that's
1: crazy, that's crazy. um but uh yeah no I, i've um i've known scott a while and scott's always been like super 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 sweetheart but um he had been over in ireland for a show when we we got talking and um uh um, I think I think I knew I was gonna was gonna take a break on injection after volume two because Warren had been Warren had been a little ill so I kind of said to him why don't you just take it easy when you're ready for scripts you just get them done and I'll I'll, I'll just do some like work for higher stuff and come back um, but um, so I got onto Mark Doyle because I kind of promised Mark if if anything if I if I ever had a window I would get to get onto him first because I know Mark a long time. Um, and it uh, turned out he did. Um, he had this uh, all-star book, and, uh, you know, I, and me, and, uh, me and Scott were friends, so it just kind of worked out nicely that way. Um, uh, so, yeah, we did the Cursed Wheel backup storyline for the first, for issue one to four, I think it was, um, which is kind of predominantly Duke Duke Thomas's kind of... Um, uh, solo story. But uh, you know, Batman kinda comes in and, you know, looks all gloomy and then flutters off. But um I know it was great. It was just amazing to like draw draw the Batcave and Scott was really was really great to make sure there was something kind of nerdy in there for me every every chapter, you know. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So and yeah, and I got to do like varying covers and stuff. So no it was it was i mean because i haven't really done any dc work right um, other than northlanders is all i'd really done before oh, i
0: about your work uh, with brian okay very cool
1: yeah yeah and but it was mark doyle was the editor and that's how i that's how i knew mark um and um so like i i don't know i just feel so fecking lucky to just be able to swan just swan in and uh do you know four issues of batman and then feck off again like you know <laughs> but um no, no, that was, that was it. Was it was amazing to be amazing to be part of something just so high profile, you know. Um, I, although I do, I do was kind of hoping that like you know readers would follow me to injection to some degree, but I don't really think that happened. Um, and one of the reasons I, I definitely wanted to do it was because somebody pointed out that like I'd been at Marvel for years but there's people who only read dc and don't read marvel that is true and like isn't that crazy to, to, to yeah, I, yeah know. I know it's meant because i just like comics I'm man you man. know i'll read no, i way. just want to read stuff um uh, my only, my only uh, allegiance is to good comics you know Amen, but, uh, son, absolutely but uh yeah your man he, my, my mate he had a point he was like for a lot of people this is going to be the first time they ever see your work because they only read dc and that was kind of crazy but at the same time those people weren't going to follow you to your greater own work you know
0: fair enough and yeah I get it and also it's great to see like Sienkiewicz when he started with Moon Knight and then eventually got to Batman as well so it's always I think you know those characters are I-, I see them as simpatico how do you see them do you see them as uh, simpatico
1: uh, yeah no I mean like it's it's right in my wheelhouse you know there's there's a there's a core group of characters that like i would love to draw it's like daredevil it's wolverine it's uh batman uh punisher you know those kind of you know there's a there's a certain kind of um tone to all those characters that i you know i'd love to draw them all um i would say i i you know i would love to do a proper batman arc that's just sure. me um uh, i was basically riding on the coattails of john Romita no, jr i, I mean look, look if you're gonna ride, you're you're gonna ride off, off anybody's, anybody's coattails <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly johnny's are good yeah so. absolutely man
1: yeah, but I mean, it was nuts, you know, because I designed the Duke costume and then I'd see John Armida drawing it. So that was crazy. so crazy. I didn't realize you um, did, you designed the Duke costume. Yeah, 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 yeah I did. Huge. Um, That's fantastic, man. Yeah, I know that, yeah, no, that was, that was Holy mental. Shit. Although they redesigned it now. <laughs> That's great. Uh, that lasted a year at least. But um, <laughs> no, it was just uh, to, to get to do all that stuff was really, really, um, I mean, I sat down with uh, Scott in New York and I figured out like what we're going to like there was all this back and forth it was really you know it was kind of um uh spinning our wheels a little bit but I sat down with Scott on one stage and we worked out like the, the weapon that Duke would have and stuff like that and to, to draw it all no it was really really cool um, it's uh, it's uh, it was really overwhelming like very overwhelming I have to say but um, I'd love to go back and do a proper like I don't know five six issues you know just me and Geordie do like a proper proper Batman story um, someday but sure you know i've got to do so many cool stuff i might as well keep some uh some you know dream projects alive you know
0: understood absolutely no you
1: I can't i can't all fulfill all my dreams well John.
0: not not in one year and everything <laughs> or two years no 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 that's cool man and that's that's good that there are still characters you want to have a chance to you know do on your own and everything and and do your own batman story obviously that makes sense that's great tell me about rebcube and how, how how are things going with your studio
1: um, pretty good. Uh yeah, I mean stuff's coming out now, which is nice. Um, you know, like Red Lions has been in the right. works for a long time and uh at Savage Town for like a couple of years now. But um, uh I think we, only, we we kind of like properly gave it a name because we were taking in um interns basically. So um uh, I had Geordie had taken in an intern and her name was Ruth Redmond. I think she's colouring uh, a lot of Deadpool books now. Oh, very cool. But that was yeah, that was a few years ago. She was in college at the time, but it was like, you know, Geordie just kinda like she'd come in the odd time and Jordy give her little assignments and she'd get better and little tests and she got better and better and better. Um but, uh, and she did really well. And then I had uh, I brought in a kind of an apprentice for a, for a few months, and her name was Al Power, and she's doing some stuff at Boom at the moment. But um, those were kind of our experiments of like saying, you know, can we, you know, what can we kind of help people with? Yeah, that was uh, awesome. And ex-
0: that's what I mean. I think you talked about it yesterday with Will on that you know streaming show yeah, as well. Yeah. And I think that's awesome that there isn't that competition and that it is really. You guys kind of saying, "Hey, what can we do to help other Irish creators?"
1: Well, 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 yeah, well, that that went well. So what happened is we 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 moved out of the apartment we were in into a bigger kind of a penthousey place, which is very very nice. But as I had a lot more room, had room for another for a third desk. um You know, so we're like, well, you know, maybe we can you know do this again. So we kind of made it more official. We actually took applications. Uh, so Geordie took. She took two um, apprentices because she really liked both of them and she couldn't pick. <laughs> she couldn't pick between okay. them. Um, so they would come in uh, and Jordy would give them assignments. She would get them to flat a page. She'd get them to flat a faster. She would kind of get them to do like painting assignments stuff like that. And um, uh, then she got really really busy and had to stop it for a while. But then came back to it. But I, I similarly took a, um, a young fella from Dublin and. Um, uh, he was really really promising he had, like his stuff wasn 't exactly there, but there was like, like there was little flashes of like real real interesting work so um he, uh, he I took him on for um for it was just less than a year i 'd say but he he would come to the studio and he would do one day a week. So whatever he was working on, he might be doing a one page story. So I'd go over his layouts and suggest this or whatever. And he'd come back and, you know, he'd be penciling it and I'd like spot tangents and stuff like that. Uh, And he'd be inking it and I'd be like, you know, showing him how I use tools and stuff. I'd show him how he did layouts and and all that. So he kind of slowly just got better and better and better and better. But um, he got a job at Boom Studios doing a Sons of Anarchy comic and he's now doing um i don't know if you've seen those atari books of dynamite um it's called centipede i have not seen this um, book. go
0: on <laughs> that's awesome uh
1: yeah. uh yeah it's a really good it's really good um it's called um, centipede uh, max beam is writing it and uh, owen maron is the artist so like he's he's properly working in comics now that's awesome um dude that's huge and i think the, that's great yeah no it's great i mean he just he just was well, he was so good so fast um he he really, really proved himself, and I'm, I'm delighted for him, because he, he's, he just, he was just one of those guys who had talent, but just didn't exactly know where to kind of, you know, uh, he had to trim some fat and just kind of focus a little, and his stuff has gotten just, like, stratos- stratospherically better. But um, uh, and the two ladies that Jordy um, took on, one of them is coloring a boom at the moment, and the other is coloring a uh, dynamite. Uh, one is Rebecca Canalti and the other one is um, uh, Dervila Kelly. That's
0: fantastic. So, I mean,
1: and we, also, and we also took on a guy for a week, a friend of ours, and he's just colored. He just colored that Venom story I mentioned for Marvel. So, so far, we have a hundred percent success rate.
0: That's outstanding. That's hilarious, man. Wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah. But, and that's the thing. Oh, man. Oh, I, yeah, I, I read your. I, I subscribe to your newsletter, so you know I would. Oh, thanks. absolutely. I would see. The- that those announcements and i kind of was just keeping track in the back of my mind and, and knew that the next time we would talk i wanted to see how, how things were going and again i you know you got to make the donuts first and foremost but i'm really glad that uh the time that you have made for interns has paid off that's
1: wonderful yeah i mean yeah i mean it's 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 a time, it's a time suck, suck to like sure, to be honest absolutely boss. But, but at least you know after a while you know it's just like putting a little it's like putting a little bit of change in the piggy bank i hear you man you know and then, and then you know, after a while and after a while, and then they have—I mean—they have to do the work. All you can do is just like open some doors for them. But um, um, then they—they're the ones who have to walk through it. But like they're—they're—they're they're, they're proving themselves, and it's, it's great to see. Um, and it also makes you feel like you've given something back because I wouldn't be where I am without help from people. You know, I
0: understand, and I, again, I, that's why I think it's terrific that you guys pay it forward with with uh, newbies and, and helping them find their way as well. No, definitely, man.
1: Yeah, yeah I think we, we're hanging it up for a bit because. Both we're both pretty, pretty knackered yeah, <laughs> from well, us no, and and we're both trying to get our books out and stuff you know so might might like give it a give it a rest for a year and um and uh try it again because it it is it is a it's just, it, it's tough to just keep it going the whole time you know but um and we're very very happy with 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 uh, how everyone's doing it's it's great to see That's
0: beautiful man and i and i, I uh i was going to ask just in general like so how is the Irish comics community are there how many like how many stores are there like locally and stuff
1: um, well I mean there aren't that many stores there's I'd say there's three in Dublin maybe four there's one in Galway and there's one or two in Cork Okay, uh, a couple, a couple in Belfast, Belfast. That's, the that's the bulk of it sure. I mean, there, might be, there might be one or two like sprinkled around the country somewhere but um, you know it's not a massive industry here um, but the thing is there's a massive swell of um, of talent um, I don't know what it is, but like, there's just a lot of people are doing their own. Like, they're all self-publishing. Okay, um, and um, they're all kind of meeting. I think um, the the Big Bang is a store, and um, it just has so happened when Jordy and I moved to Dublin. Uh, a friend of mine was opening a store very close to us, um, so we popped in. I actually had a local uh, comic shop for once, which was nice, but. Um, uh, we you know they've been very good for like getting in signings and uh, getting other creators in and i think just over the years um it's just helped build a really good community um around dublin um and there's yeah there's a lot like there's a lot of talent working their way up we just we just don't have an infrastructure to support it
0: well i'm glad well thing. you know i hope i hope they find the right venues to to be sh- you know whether it's going to cons, i've heard you say before it was Shows like Dice and everything that were pretty helpful
1: back in the day? Yeah, I mean, those were really good. I mean, because, you know, me and Will had been to American shows and or me and Mooney had as well. And, and you'd meet people. And so then you're like, I'll oh, come back to Ireland. And then they came to Ireland for shows and the shows went great. And they people who wouldn't have made it to America got to meet American editors. And it was a really great kind of um, uh, back and forth there. And um, there hasn't been a Dice for a few years because oh. in, in fairness, like it, it's just because uh, the organizers don't have... They don't have thousands of euro to waste every Understood. year, because um, you know it. it, it it's it, like I just went to Dublin Comic Con, and that's a that's a very different show. It's it's they had like they had the the guy who plays the Flash, uh, Jay Garrick. There they had you know the Dawson's Dad. Yeah, yeah. They John, have, John I mean. Wesley Ship, absolutely. And, yeah, John Wesley Ship, They had Michael Rosenbaum. So like you know they, they have like you know media, media sure. people and uh, comic book creators. People aren't really coming for the comics but they were buying comics which is kind of important because as many, as it's it's great that there's so many people making comics here but if people don't buy them then yeah we're fucked, we're fucked. I'm with you son um, yeah, yeah. it's 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 not as good as Dice was because it was just comics I see. you know okay um but the problem is not a lot of people in Ireland people don't really go to those shows as much you do need that kind of common denominator common denominator of person from tv show to get them I
0: hear in. you, man. No, no, I understand.
1: Well So Dublin Comics was a big success that way, but it does make it harder to do those smaller festivals like um Tall Bubble in the UK, which is a massive, brilliant show and it's just all about comics, it's all about art. Um, it would be great to have a show like that here on our doorstep, but uh yeah, I just we're we're not we're not at that place understood. yet.
0: Understood. Well you're going to New York, obviously, and we'll see you there.
1: I, I certainly I certainly am. and
0: uh, what else beyond that do you have any other conventions uh, planned
1: coming up uh, uh no um not american ones as such we kind of like have to pick but sure. you know we can only really do two realistically because of our schedules sure. so we did we we actually managed to do chicago and emerald city last year but um we i'd say we'll have to pick between one or two, one of those out of the two if we do that, but I'm not not too sure. Um, I know Jordy would like to do one in the states because she's um, because Red Lens will be is, is out now, um, but uh, it'll be just me in New York Comic Con. Okay, man.
0: Well, there you go, and I'll well, I will uh, I will definitely make make a point of seeing you out there, and because uh, I'm bummed, I I had to I did see two e two, and I don't even remember if I saw you. I don't think I did.
1: I, I don't think I did see yeah. you there actually. No, well,
0: the reason why was I was there during the day, and then immediately would have to go do radio each night. So and
1: and was oh, a zombie. Was okay.
0: I I yeah. you know yeah. yeah really man like I, I went you know first night and then uh, I don't even remember if I necessarily went Saturday night. I came Sunday after doing a full overnight shift and I was a zombie. But I just wanted to say hello to people and get at least get a chance to you know say hey. So I'm sorry I missed you, but we'll 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 see you in New York. There's no there's nothing that'll keep me from New York. So excellent,
1: beautiful. excellent, beautiful.
0: And congratulations, man. Truly, I think Savage Town. I think is really going to do what you wanted to do. And it's just a matter of getting enough eyeballs. And I really hope it does make a difference as well in Ireland because I, I do think that it's uh, – like I said, it's it's like a Lemire book. It's like the Hernandez brothers. It's like uh, Fabio and Gabriel's uh, attempts and stuff in terms of really being authentic to its uh, atmos- atmosphere and locale. And uh, yeah, I think it's – I just think it's a really good mainstream street drama, uh, good, good crime story. But uh, yeah, I think it will uh, – It'll satisfy the main the real
1: mainstream reader. I appreciate that man. Like I mean if 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 you as an American think that that then mission accomplished, I you hear know. You, man. I, should uh, I should also sorry, about I, about just, about I, should also. I just I should also mention I'm I'm writing uh, sorry, I also happen to be writing a um a Deadpool versus Omen Logan series for Marvel. Yes, we didn't
0: mention uh, that. Okay, you told me that before we were recording. Yes, talk about that for a second.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Sorry. sorry. Uh, um. Uh. Like it's. It, it makes it sound like a footnote in what is actually a really. <laughs> a really great uh um uh, project um yeah I know it's um I was uh I was working away on um I think it was uh, Injection and um Heather Antos and uh, Jordan White asked if I'd be interested in doing this um. Uh, uh, Deadpool versus Old Man Logan. I, you know, know Deadpool really well because he used to work on it with uh, Jerry Duggan, and uh, I was loving the Lem- the Lemire um, uh, and uh, oh, and yeah, yeah, it yeah. It's Ed uh, no, um, who's been
0: doing Iron uh, It's
1: Brizzy. It's Brisson now, but I mean, at, at oh, the time, I was really enjoying the the Old Man Logan book. But um, the uh, and Brizzi, oh Man. I love that stuff on uh, Old Man Logan. Now it's excellent. Um, I'm so glad he's doing so well at Marvel because I've been trying. I've been telling everyone I know there for like four years. This is the next Brubaker. Like
0: that is a like very apt it. comparison because I loved Murder Book, and that that's oh, yeah. the first thing that I read. of Events, and I am in complete agreement. I I recorded an interview with Ed last week. It likely awesome. will, will oh, proceed. Uh, our conversation, so people already know. Yeah, we just talked to Ed, but uh, yeah, so no, I'm totally on board with you when it comes to Ed Bristol. Oh, no,
1: cool. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I it's like, I see it. Why doesn't anybody else see it? So I'm really, really happy. He's, um, he's doing so well at Marvel, but um, but um, yeah, but I was, really I was really enjoying All Men Logan, and um, so yeah, they asked if I we want to write and draw it. I there's no way I could draw it. I just didn't have the time because of everything sure, else I had going on. Awesome, but um, oh man, it was so cool. I mean, to again, who gets to be offered to write and draw something at Marvel? It like it it rarely happens. So naturally, I wanted to do it, but I mean, I just I just couldn't, you know. Um, but I had finished. We had finished the first chapter of um of Savage Town, um, written and draw and uh, lettered. I hadn't been colored yet, so I kind of said like, well. You mean if you were willing to let me write it anyway, like you know, I could still write it in somebody else draw I chanced my arm, basically, and I figured they'd say no. But you know, you know, no harm, no foul. But um, but uh, yeah, actually, they they were like, um, okay. Well, I think it was it was more of a schedule thing. They said, well, if, if schedule changes and you can do it, we'd like you to do it. If not, we'll talk about another artist. Um, and as it turned out, like I mean, yeah, that's the way the schedule was. Like I couldn't do it, so um, I I asked um for i asked if uh they'd check if they'd be willing to think about mike um mike henderson oh terrific
0: Um, hey that's great yeah you
1: know yeah you know you know his stuff do indeed yeah yeah because i really like nail biter um i just i know i know myself like you know like writing comics you know the artist makes you look good period um and if I'm if I'm not going to be drawing the story, because at least if I draw it I can make it look good, then I'd better goddamn pick somebody who fucking will maybe <laughs> who will make it look good. So um yeah, love, and yeah, I love I love I really love Mike's stuff. And I knew he I knew he had worked at Marvel, so it wouldn't be the hardest thing to ask for, you know? Like you could you could ask for some mad person who'd never worked there and that's just not gonna happen. So um I hedge my bets a little, but um uh, yeah, but they they were game. I mean, I, I, uh, Heather's been the editor the main editor in the book, and she's been fantastic. Like, um, I were so like the 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 book's not out till October, and I'm like writing issue four now. I'm like well ahead. Uh, Mike Mike's on. He's he's halfway through issue three already. Like, um, the the book is so well scheduled. Um, it's it's been it's been the least stressful thing I have. Yeah, because it's been so like manageable and and a pleasant experience, you know. Uh, I would have thought writing comics would be harder than this, but um, I've got this amazing artist and Lee Lowridge is coloring it. Lovely. and, and uh, I think it's Josephino lettering it. And I'm getting to do my own covers. I just. Like I, I hit every fucking, I hit every branch on the lucky tree, you know. Um, <laughs> it's not that, that's the thing, but um, uh, yeah, like basically, you, you just get into just write two characters who naturally will will bump off each other in like in entertaining ways with an amazing artist who can like draw the both of those both of those guys so well. So it's basically just trying to come up with ways in which to make it more and more spectacular. You know, it's a, uh, it's great, great fun.
0: And four issues, six issues.
1: Uh, I, think uh, I think it's five, five issues. Yeah, five okay, issues.
0: makes sense. That's the usual, live, you know, amount these days. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a great well, combination. I,
1: I see the I see the versus books that they've done. Um, you know, and that they can I think they tend to do like two Deadpool versus books a year, maybe yep. one a year. And I just kind of, I was just thinking, I I would, I just like this to feel different. You know, I would like this book to not necessarily feel like a versus book, but its own thing. So that's why I. Not that I tried to take over the the book or anything, but um you know, I've I g I, I I got to do the covers, so I tried to make them look distinctive. Oh, cool. I I I asked for like to try and do something different with the title design, and um, I don't know who did it, but uh, whoever did do the title design for the book, it looks great. Like um, I I just didn't want to do a book that just looked like yet another Deadpool book because I think sometimes they can kind of, with a character that popular and the amount of um, the amount of material yeah. that it, it, they, it can blend together sometimes, so it can be really hard to try and make. You know, how do you make a Spider-Man book that stands out from all the Spider-Man books? Certainly. Um, So that's been kind of—I've been very lucky that I've had a hand in trying to kind of make make the book stand out. But um, I guess again, the the proof will be in the pudding when uh, when it comes out.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about the story? Or
1: uh? yeah, I'm sure it's um, essentially um, uh, Deadpool and Old Man Logan um, uh, are in it. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) um, (laughs) No. Uh, <laughs> sorry I'm just not used to this but um, uh, effectively um uh logan's on the hunt to try and find uh this new omega level mutant who's you know uh, he he's got the, he's he was in um in the expansion got an alert so this this mutant's going to hit like certain level like there's there, there she's a ticking time bomb effectively if he doesn't get to her of course on his way to try get save her he bumps into um uh deadpool uh, to completely dismisses him which of course enrages Deadpool so Deadpool is is absolutely obsessed with saving the, the hell out of her uh, and trying to do it better than Wolverine so he's just he's just trying to one up Logan which of course is only infuriating Logan more because he's trying to save the day um, and uh, during the story there's this other kind of without giving anything away there's um, a third party kind of becomes involved and complicates matters. I like it.
0: All right, that's awesome, man. No, and a great opportunity for you. And hey, man, I literally, uh, Dan Slott and I were talking last week, and he's like, "Do you know what the biggest selling books are at Marvel? The graphic novels?" I said, "No." He's like, "Star Wars and Deadpool," and I'm like, yeah. "Okay, there yeah, you go." It does. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm aware Deadpool is is a little popular. Um, <laughs> also, like you know, because like like it's weird because like there was there was that the Logan movie and Deadpool, sure. like you know, there's there's these weird. Like like when we were on the show, um, yeah, the streaming show, you saw like it used to be really hard to explain what the hell you yes, were doing.
0: I can imagine. Um,
1: in pop culture terms, it's it's fairly easy to do now. Yes, you know? Um, you know some like you know like like Luke Cage. The show came out. I'm like, oh well, I drew that character in Thunderbolts. You know, or yep. um uh, or, or Iron Fist wasn't jessica jones like there's all these weird uh it's, it's a weird crazy time where like so many things that were considered like very niche and very kind of uh, unusual there's this massive kind of cultural touch touchstones now where like most people can kind of figure out what you're talking about now it's it's pretty crazy oh, god
0: honestly i love talking to like liefeld and say i i know you like deadpool but did you ever really think that like there would be such a glut of Deadpool product yes I did I'm like okay sure you did
1: but you know what <laughs> I, I, I would I would call bollocks but sure look you never know what that lad like yeah you, know. you probably know. <laughs> but
0: no you're right a you rocket know. You know, I mean rocket raccoon and Groot I mean these these D level heroes that I mean God when I, I think back to when either I heard it from Joe Quesada or Bendis that like oh yeah we're gonna do Guardians of the Galaxy next and it's like are are you are you sure that's a good idea <laughs> I mean, we love you and we really want these movies to work, but it's like, really? Oh, no, we know what we're doing.
1: But but, but it's crazy how that's fed back in yes. because, I mean, there's people who are dying to draw a rocket raccoon. Who, like when I was starting at Marvel, if someone said, Do you want to draw a rocket raccoon? I'd be like, oh, Jesus yes, Christ. <laughs> to draw that, that animal head, that's going to be a pain in <laughs> the ass. I mean, but I did like the C two E two poster for with Guardians on it. Well, oh, I didn't and, realize like, that, that was
0: fantastic, man. That was all over the yeah, yeah. uh, subway trains and everything. That, that was fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I heard. Yeah, that. I mean, that was great. And yeah, so that was me and Jordy. Like, um, and that we loved doing that. You know, um, it's it's weird. It's it's that the pop culture is feeding back into the work sometimes, and that can make it all the more fun. Like, you know, I I'd, I'd do the Punisher covers, and you know, that's going to be a TV show, like this next year or whatever, you know, it's it's gonna be really, really strange. It's, it's it's it certainly helps like comic creators feel less like weirdo weirdo losers when people know what the hell they're talking about. Absolutely.
0: Now. No, I, I understand how it even rubs as far down as uh, lowly podcasters where it's like, So you really know about this stuff and it's like, Yes yeah. I do. Yeah. Believe me, all the people at C B S radio are, are very you know, you, you know this world. Tell us about this world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sure, sit down.
1: <laughs> it's mad, like because even what like. One thing I say to Irish Irish press, um, you know, who don't know much about comics, is that you know uh, Savage Town is the same publisher as The Walking Dead, and their eyes, fucking pop out of you, their man. heads. You That's know? awesome. You know, like you know, it has nothing to do with The Walking Dead, but it does certainly help. You know, push the book. It's not; it's not a lie. It absolutely is published by the same people. (laughs) But it's amazing you can have. It's amazing that I didn't have to say Spider Man. You know, (laughs)
0: shouldn't have to for Savage Town. That's all right. No, honestly, man. I uh, congrats. Nice going, and uh, I I know that uh, more success is on its way uh, for both you and Jordy. And I'm really happy. What have you heard? <laughs> Tell me. Looking at my at my crystal ball, exactly.
1: I know. I yeah. I know. We are both, Jordy and I, are, are. we're in an amazing place right now, where we basically only have to do stuff if we really Attacly want to. Boy, nice going. No, rather than having to take work like like the the journeyman thing of of, of having to take whatever's available. Sure. Um, you know, been there, done that. Uh, not doing it anymore. Thanks. Um, but we're like we're fortunate that we we have that uh, luxury what's kind of exciting is to while is to also maybe generate projects like savage town and like redlands where you know we can work with people who we'd like you know would love to see like like Jordi's love vanessa's work for ages um uh, i've loved phil's work for ages how cool is it that we were able to make that project and you know for ourselves on top of everything else so i mean uh we're we're, we're so we're both so lucky like we're believe me we we know we're lucky so um hopefully we'll uh keep plugging away and i hope
0: more you know people that that already appreciate the work that they've seen of yours will uh will make it happen too for both redlands and savage town and i and i know redlands is certainly getting a lot of good hot uh positive critiques out there and like i said we'll we'll talk uh, off the air and then uh, we'll see if we can uh i'll, I'll email jordy and uh we'll, we'll get her on a word balloon but i'm uh i'm thrilled for you man and i'm i'm really glad things are going great and uh, looking forward to seeing you in new york and uh reading more uh, great Deck Shalvey stuff along with uh, enjoying the art. Now we can enjoy uh, the writing of Deck Shalvey as well.
1: Uh, thanks, man. Cheers. appreciate it.
0: Always a pleasure catching up with Declan Shalvey. Uh, please check out Savage Town. It comes out Wednesday. Absolutely worth your time and money. A really great crime book. And uh, it's it's just gorgeous and, and really well told. So I, I can't recommend it enough. It was such a pleasant uh, surprise uh, reading something this great. And, uh, you know... Deck has it in him. We all kind of knew it. And just one of the really good guys of comics. So it's always a pleasure to have him back. And hopefully, in the few weeks, I hope to uh, finally speak to Jordi Belair. Because she's always been very sweet, off uh, the air. And uh, at the end of the conversation, I kind of, uh, you know, asked her again, please, come on the show. Redlands is so excellent. The second issue uh, just came out. And very excited to talk to Jordi. Not only about her wonderful color art, but also her writing, too, on Redlands. So, uh, good, good uh, power power team in Ireland right now. A force to be reckoned with in the comic book world. But uh, a lot of fun talking to Declan Shelby on today's Word Balloon. Hope you enjoyed it. It was brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. As always, League, thank you very much for your continued support. And if you want to be part of the action, you can go to uh, wordballoon.com and click on the Patreon ad or go to patreon.com slash wordballoon. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStockTrades at InStockTrades.com. Uh, there are some amazing books that are available now, like uh, Matthew Rosenberg's excellent series of Kingpin. This first uh, volume is called Born Against, and it's Ben Torres doing the art and um, Matthew Rosenberg doing the writing. It is 50% off, pardon me, 42% off, $9.27. You can also get things like Green Lanterns, Trade Paperback Volume 3, Polarity, Sam Humphries, who's leaving the book with uh Miguel uh Mendoza Mendoza and uh others doing the art but it's 168 pages and 42% off it's just $9.85 you can get uh, Superman reborn this is uh Pete Tomasi and uh Pat Zercher uh also uh Dan Jurgens and Patrick Gleason uh i believe it uh it collects uh, action, 973 through 976, and Superman 18 and 19. But this kind of finally shakes out um, what's going on in terms of the transition between New 52 Superman and uh, the real Superman. Sorry, the real Superman. You heard me say it. But no, it was a, it was a fun solution. It involved Mr. S. Pitilic and, of course, John Kent kidnapped. Uh, and uh, Clark and Lois start to lose their memories of uh, John. And it's up to Superman to figure out what's going on. But it's it was a really tight story. It's 42% off. It's $14.49. Uh, you can get the Rebirth Omnibus. Got to tell you, Rebirth has been great. And it all started with, uh, you know, um, well, let's see what's in this. Because I want to make sure that I'm doing this right. This is the Rebirth Omnibus Expanded uh, Hardcover. So let's see. It relaunches, okay, they're gathered in a massive new hardcover, expanded to add newer issues, including. Ah, so it's what was in the original. So you got Jeff Johns' first story. You got Scott Snyder, Greg Rucka, Gary Frank, Ethan Van Skyver, Ivan Hayes. Um, but it now also includes Batwoman Rebirth, Justice League of America Rebirth, the Holiday Special that was fantastic, the one shot starring uh, the Atom, the Ray, Killer Frost, and Vixen. Pretty neat collection. It's uh, how many? 792 pages. off, $57.99. You can also get from Marvel Knights, The Punisher by Garth Ennis Omnibus. Man, what a great collection with a beautiful Tim Bradstreet cover. Uh, This collects Punisher, the 2000 series from 1 through 12, the 2001 series 1 through 7, and 13 through 37, Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe, and material from Marvel Knights Double Shot number 1. This is adult Punisher stories, but uh, really, really great stuff. And what makes Frank Castle the interesting character he is? Garth gets it, as do uh, the various artists, including my good buddy Tim Bradstreet. Uh, This is 42% off, $58 from InStockTrades.com. Check out all the great deals. They're happening now at InStockTrades.com. Thanks again for listening to today's Word Balloon. There's another one coming. Shelley Bond, everybody. Man, I've been waiting to talk to Shelley Bond for a really long time. DC just doesn't let me talk to editors. While they're active there. And I always have to wait till they leave D.C. when I can finally talk to them. Well, that's fine because uh, Shelly has found a new great home at IDW. And I am so excited for her Black Crown imprint and all the books that are coming from it. We get a great preview from Shelly. We get into wonderful talk about her days at Vertigo, uh, her formative years in comics, some of the uh, great people that helped her become the great editor that she is. And, uh, it, it's just a lovely conversation and truly, uh, it was wonderful talking to her. And I'm really excited to share this one with you as I was about deck and really September has been an incredible month. I've been, uh, embarrassed with the uh, riches in terms of all the people that want to come on and talk and we're not done. We're only halfway done with September. And, uh, this is like the sixth or seventh episode I've released in September and still a ton more to come. Plus I got Salt Lake City comic con coming next week. Please stop by and say Hello. And uh, give me a chance to uh, thank you in person for listening to Word Balloon. I'm going to have a table there. When I have my table number, I'll I'll, uh, give it to you uh, online and uh, hopefully on the podcast as well. But uh, please come by and say hello. It would be great to see you and meet you. And thank you for supporting Word Balloon, as you do. So uh, look for that Shelley Bond interview coming up, also uh, being released at the same time as the Declan Shelby interview. And uh, I hope you listen to it and enjoy it. Until next time, Word Balloon is a copyright feature of Shaky Productions, copyright 2017.